You're listening to the Minnesota Fight Night Podcast. I'm Sean Strauss. My co-host is Brian Johnson and is off tonight. In this episode, you'll hear from Kevin Greenlee and Jeff Bassett, who are having a rematch at Element Gym tomorrow in St. Paul. We hope you enjoy the episode. First, we hear from Kevin Greenlee, who I caught up with this past Thursday after his workout at Rice Street Old School Boxing Gym in St. Paul. Um, thanks for joining the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm joined with Kevin Greenlee. Uh, we are going to be talking about upcoming fight at Element Gym in St. Paul uh, this coming Saturday on uh, February, what is it, 5th, I believe. 4th. 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 Saturday 4th. 4th. You're right. Yep. It's the Saturday. Uh, I think fights are what 3 p.m. and that's right. Uh, yep, fights start started 3 now p.m. Now this is a rematch against an, a gentleman named Jeff Bassett, and you guys yes. had a fight before. So, uh, what before we talk about that, um, why don't we let uh, you describe how you got into boxing um, okay. and you know tell your story, man? Yeah. So it was uh, during COVID, you know, and um, the gyms closed. And I got, I had a heavy bag that I never really used. And, uh, and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to start doing my own home gym. And I had this heavy bag. So I started hitting the heavy bag. And at that same time, a really good friend of mine who uh, is, uh, helps, helps coach at Rice Street Boxing Gym, he, he told me he had a prostate cancer. And, and he got it, they, they detected it very late. And so um, my friend was not given a good diagnosis and uh, it looked like he wasn't going to make it. And so uh, I said, well, hey, you know, um, can I come into the gym? And he's like, yeah, of course, anybody can come in, just, just get in here, you know? And, and so I got to spend, you know, more time with him doing pads and, and cause he, he was a, he was a coach there and, you know, he taught me how to box <clears throat> along with the other coaches at Rice Street. Um, the good news is uh, my friend is just about as stubborn and crusty and tough and he's still alive, you know, and for, for the time being, he's, he's beat this cancer for right now. And so um, we're all Great. still, you know, uh, hoping and praying, but uh he, he wasn't supposed to make it this long. <laughs> and so he's still around in the last, uh, last test. Yeah, we're good. So that's what got me into boxing. And I didn't have any intention of ever like competing. Sure. Okay. So you never fought golden gloves as a kid or anything like that, or no, uh, you no, didn't have like any like... family background or like, you know, on the sport or anything. Uh, you know, my brother and I used to put on a uh, big, you know, um, woolly mittens and and go down in the basement and kind of beat each other up but uh when he started putting butt batteries in the mittens that was it i, was, I didn't want to <laughs> but it was so i you know we know we we were actually a wrestling family and so uh we wrestled so there was a lot i had to I, sort of unlearn from my wrestling background so that i could uh not just step into punches you know yeah. sure well, it's very cool um, that you're, you're, you've entered into comp, you know, competition. Um, I know from personal experience uh, about the Rice Street Gym, because that's my home gym. 
Um, I don't go often and I'm horrible about that, but when I do get out and I go to the gym, like that's what I consider to be my home gym. And, uh, yeah, Mike Evgen, uh, was, you know, instrumental and kind of, he was the first person I ever interviewed actually for, uh, the podcast and we, it never actually came about. Like it never was a published episode, which is something I have to rectify. I went I and met love him. to see that. Yeah. Um, I went and met him like that was back before when they were going to be down in the uh, bowling alley by that church. I want to say it's oh, St. Bernard. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so I got to go down there and see the progress that he and all the volunteers that were working to make the gym happen. Um, like you said, you know, during COVID and all that. Um, and all, you know, things happen for a reason. And now Rice Street's there and it's pretty amazing. Um, you know, you mentioned your buddy who's a coach there. They've got, uh, Another guy there that makes me think of, because you said a wrestling, was uh, Dan Morgan. I haven't seen him around at the gym much lately, um, but I know he was there for a while uh, working out. Yeah, Friday. I haven't seen Dan Morgan for a long time. The Irish, Irish Dan Morgan. That's right. Yeah, Dan, um, yeah. His family's got a huge wrestling background, um, as well yeah. as boxing. But uh, yeah, and then you got Matt the Predator Vanda in there, and obviously Dustin you know, Van Gilder now um and so many others um so very cool jim love it um proud that you're representing us i can say that since i'm a member of the gym um now your opponent it's an interesting story there like i met him the day of your fight um, oh okay uh, the last time i i'd been talked to him on social media for quite a while and uh i think it's partly because we're both in the optical industry um I was working in Brooklyn Park for a long time, and uh, now I actually work for the company where he works. Oh, crazy. Okay. So now Small I'm like, world. oh, this is weird. I'm like, I'm a rice treater, but I'm, I'm going to be like, okay, but yeah, but you you're, you win too. No, it's like, ah, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I think he'll understand that I'm, I'm rooting for my home gym, but um, I want to see a good fight, you know, as a fight fan. Yeah. So it's yeah. definitely really cool. Um, I didn't get a chance to talk to him today, but I, we were messaging on Instagram and I'm going to try to get him interviewed tonight also. Good, so we yeah. can kind of hear his story about how he got into boxing. Yeah, I'd um, love to hear it. Yeah. So what can you tell me about the first fight? Um, and, you know, tell fans that are listening, uh, how, what was that experience like? Because I know it was his first fight. And it yeah. sounds like it was your first like competitive fight also. It was my second fight. So what was your first fight then? My first fight was out in uh, Believer's uh, Boxing Gym. Oh, in, you went to the uh, Rumble in the Jungle or Rumble in the Forest, right? Yes. That's what they call that? Yeah, yeah. And um, so this was my second fight and this was his first fight. So, you know, both of us are, are well matched, you know uh it's uh uh so as far as that goes you know and we're close to the same age which which is nice yeah so yeah in the master's division um for those that aren't listening um i i use the term i i guess uh not insultingly because i consider myself like if i was going to fight i would also be there it yeah. would be older right because the golden gloves is like what considered to be typically the kids um once you get older and i don't know i think it's maybe in the 30s there's somewhere there's a cutoff mark i think 
um, where you go into the masters and don't quote so, me. Yeah, my, under, my understanding of it is, is that after I want to say the age of 30 something, young 30s, you have a choice for about four or five years there, whether you want to go up to the masters or, 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 or not. But once you turn 40, then you have to go and box master. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, you can't fight anybody who's 10 years younger or older than you. And uh, I am almost 50. I'll be 50 in just, just a couple months. And I want to say Jeff is 52, something like that. So, and the first guy I fought was uh, 39. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I know there's the differences um, from the pros and even for men and women uh, with the, like, say the length of rounds and things like that um, for, for masters, is there any difference? I can't recall. Is it full three minute rounds or? No, no, not, not even. Um, so the, the first, the first match I did, when it, it was my first match and I get up there and they say, Hey, do you want to, do you want to fight a one minute round or a two minute round? And I was like, I mean, I just stepped in the ring. I was just getting ready to go. And I didn't know what to say. I was like, well, how about a minute and a half? And they said, all right, fine. And they went over to ask my opponent, hey, do you want to go a minute and a half? And so we went a minute and a half. We split the distance. But, but when I was fighting, when I fought Jeff, uh, they didn't ask. They just said, hey, it's a one-minute round. That's a fast right. round. Not that that means that <laughs> in some ways, a fast one minute round is, is so hard because you're, you're going, 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 going for a whole minute. It's like sprinting for a minute, you know? Right. And if you have two minutes or three minutes, in some ways you get to kind of like, you know, jab, jab, move around or, you know, something like that a little bit. But so I'm kind of uh, hoping with this next fight to kind of slow things down a little bit because my last fight with Jeff, we were, we were throwing the whole time, which is fine, which is probably what it'll be that this time too. But Yeah. I, I tell friends, you know, when we go watch amateur boxing, like I'm really excited to go to these fights um, for my friends and family that don't go to boxing that when they go for their first time, I'm like, this is awesome. Like you're going to love amateur boxing because you yeah. know, like you said, like you don't, number one, you don't have a whole lot of time because they might be shorter rounds and the rules are more geared towards action, you know, like in the amateurs, you could get technically penalized if you're holding all the time. So um, you get a lot of action uh, for your money and it's really exciting. And your guys' fight, um, which, you know, even though, like I said, we've been at Rice Street, um, I've probably been there at the same time as you um, and might not have said anything because I didn't know you officially, but mm -hmm. I actually did take cell phone video of your last fight um, oh, cool. which, which I can send to you. Um, it was, it was a great fight. I enjoyed it. Um, I was talking to a, a fellow masters boxer, uh, before that fight, um, Jack Kennelly. I don't know if you know Jack or not. Um, no, I'd like to meet him though. Yeah. He, he and Steve McComas are kind of my two favorites. Um, they're, they've had some wars, you know, and, uh, in, in the old days and, uh, we saw them fight at uppercut. I've got somewhere on old, uh, like mini VHS, a digital tape uh their fight which I, I had it transferred i have to dig through it now and i want to upload it um but that was a, a really good one 
both those guys are great. Steve is a slick southpaw, but Jack is tough as nails and he goes up against anybody. Um, but he was super happy and he had gone over when I was introducing myself for the first time to Jeff and said hi to him because he wanted to say hi to a fellow masters, you know, boxer. And uh, likewise, if we see you, you know, before the fight, we'll have to come over and say hi. Um, but Element Gym, this coming Saturday, um, when, you know, I think you got to weigh in the day of, right? Yeah. I, can, I can give you a little inside scoop because I talked to Jeff and I'll, I'll, I'll he probably, like, <laughs> this is it's bad. I shouldn't say it. He told me he had to lose five pounds at the start of the week. So I, I don't know if that's hard for him or not. Everyone's different. Some people can swing, you know, uh, weight. He like, didn't no. make weight last time. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. He didn't make weight last time. And I had to go. The officials came to me. And, and so I had just fought a guy that was lighter than me. So I was down at 150. Right. And, okay. and so that was fine. It was as long as I wait, you can be 10 pounds difference. So we were fighting at 160, but I weighed in at 150. Okay. Right? Well, Jeff came in just a tad old, you know? And so they had to come, well, like, you know, whatever. I'm not trying to bust So technically it was just over 10 uh, yeah, pounds Yeah, just over different. 10 pounds. So the officials came back to me and said, hey, um, uh, you have to you have to gain a two pounds really quick you know and wow. so i drank some water went back weighed in with my shoes on and we're ready to rumble wow you know? so that's an interesting thing because in the pros if someone misses weight um typically you know when it's a financial game in the pros someone gets that yeah exactly they, they give you some money and they'd say, hey, you know, do you still want this fight to happen? And you'd say, sure, give me some of his money. And you, the fight would go on. But this is interesting. Not only did you have to say, sure, I'll fight him. You had to gain a couple pounds. So yeah. that's that's intriguing and interesting. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, I have no idea. Um, that was at the beginning of the week is the good news. He didn't tell me that today. <laughs> so hopefully he's well on his way to being on point. Um, oh, yeah. Now he's. Five pounds. You're right. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. Yeah. You you work out at you know like I said at Rice Street and uh, we mentioned some of the great you know trainers there um, like Matt Banda in the Hall of Fame and Mike uh, Evian in Minnesota Boxing Hall of Fame, Danny Morgan in the Minnesota Boxing Hall of Fame. Um, he works out over at Firehouse Boxing Gym in Columbia Heights. Uh, yeah. Jeff does, and he's working out with Corey Rodriguez, former state uh, champion, and um, he's got. Uh, two uncles, I believe, Rudy and, um, oh no, sorry, Rudy's not in yet. I think he should be, but it's Bobby and uh, Ra Raphael um, Rodriguez are both in the Minnesota Boxing Hall of Fame. So quite the boxing family. Um, and on top of that, over there, I think he's got some pretty good, amazing guys. You know, Sean Clerkin's in the Golden Gloves Hall of Fame. And if, if you've never been over to that gym, even though right now it might seem like it's uh, the, the enemy camp, <laughs> <laughs> before the calm before the storm it's like a hall of fame there it really is they've got every uniform from like different uh you know the golden gloves there they've got banners up for all the old uh, upper midwest champs and uh for for like truex and um rob brandt and um you name it they've got uh, one of virgil hill's headdresses you know that he wore indian headdresses that he wore into the ring um just very cool um but yeah so 
what do you but what do you make of that like he's you know you, you got a I guess equally matched if you want to say it not only are you guys masters but you, you've got some pretty amazing coaching pedigree going into both of you guys what have you been picking up from from the guys in the gym you know who's who's currently your uh, your corner yeah I mean Dustin's gonna be in my corner um but uh, since my last fight with with Jeff and I know you know what look Jeff is gonna do better than he did last time it was a it was a close match uh I don't have any you know uh I'm not sitting here thinking because I won last time that I'm gonna win this time automatically but you know so I'm sure Jeff has improved uh and we'll we'll do even better this this time but you know what I I am too and uh I've been working with Vanda a lot and really, uh, you know, putting together punches and bunches. And, and, uh, and so, uh, yeah, Vanda's, Vanda's got good, uh, good spirit, you know? Yeah, he, he's going to be mad at me when he sees me. He'll be like, you said you wanted to lose weight. Get in here. <laughs> you know, I do. I need to lose weight. And I am oh. losing weight, but I would be losing it a lot faster if I got off my butt and got into the gym and worked out. You know um, what? It, it's hard. It's hard. You know, and that's part of the other reason why I do this as a master's, you know, is it's, it's like, you know, I, I need something that's a little more fun than just going to the gym, you know, and uh, just just lifting weights or, or running. You know, this is something that gives me I mean, you know, I appreciate Jeff calling and, and setting up this fight because it gives me something to run for, you know, um, sure. I, I'm, I'm running so that I can you know, be as tough as possible in that ring, you know, and I'm in there, in there at the gym, because I know that if I'm not, uh, Jeff might be, you know, and so, um, yeah. Now, I haven't seen the, um, you know, a uh, list of the other fighters that are fighting, but uh, is anyone else from Rice Street going to be on the card, do you know? No, it's, it's been hard for the other guys to find uh, matches, and I don't know kind of what's going on with that, but. Uh, um, uh, there's some really great young, young fighters. Uh, that, yeah, I was, uh, saw some of them experience. up in St. Cloud. I was hoping to see them in the ring. Um, yeah. But, you know, I know how it is. Sometimes it's tough to find matchups and, or maybe they're just, you know, you get injured or you just have things going on. Um, but no, that's a bummer. But I know Dustin, um, Dustin, I got to hit mitts with him for the first time. Uh, the last time I was in the gym and he uses those uh, paddles. Um, which is a little yeah. bit different, you know, and I know Vanda, yeah. when, I, when I've hit mitts with Vanda, he uses the punch mitts, um, the traditional like kind of ones that are on your hands. Um, it's a little bit different hitting those ones on the paddles, I'll tell you. And, they, you know, they've got different styles like Vanda. He'll uh, he'll come back at you. He'll swing at you and keep you honest. And he talks to you and he keeps you moving. Um, yeah. But uh, Dustin, it was good, too. I appreciated his his. Uh, his knowledge. I don't know much about Dustin's history, but I was impressed, you know, um, at the, the advice he was giving me, um, because it was helping. And I actually felt it, you know, in my arm, he was in my left arm. I was, had some bad technique going on. And after yeah. I got done, I was like, man, the next day I could feel it. The muscles I hadn't been using were, were sore. So it's good stuff. Well, I'm super pumped to see you in the ring, um, on Saturday. Uh, just want to give you a last chance here to, you know, say thanks to whoever's been helping you, um, you know, or fans that are rooting you on. Um, but yeah, the floor is yours, man. 
Okay. All right. Um, you know, for sure, for sure. Uh, big, big thanks to, you know, John McGinn, uh, for, for all, all that he's taught me, uh, in, in the ring and, and in life and, and how to be the man, you know, the part of me being boxing is, is trying to be the man that God wants me to be. And, uh, so, uh, I, I also want to put out a big thanks to everybody at Rice Street, you know, who Vanda and Dustin and, and Russell Newton. I mean, there's just so many guys out there. Uh, Don, I, mean, I could just go on and on with these people who do volunteer their time and are in at that gym because the, for the love of the sport, for the love of, of how it makes us, it makes these men and women into, into stronger people, tougher people and, and showing up in life in, in a different way. And uh, so, so that's, that's, that's kind of what, I, but it's hard. It's hard, and uh, and I appreciate all the support, you know. Well, like I said, I, I consider myself a Rice Street. You're, even though I live way far over here in Blaine, that's my home gym. Um, so I'll be cheering for you, you know, go Rice Street. Um, and like I said, I'll be there filming it, and uh, I'll be torn. I'll, I'll be cheering for Jeff, too. But like I said, you guys, uh, you put on such a great fight last time. I can't imagine it being bad, no matter <laughs> what happens you know so no it's thank gonna you be good good it is it is and you know you'll have a good time watching that i guess you know for, that's a good place to be is, uh you, you know no matter who wins you're gonna feel good about it it's about how <laughs> i feel about the super bowl right now you know so <laughs> well right on right on i will see you hopefully in the gym i'm gonna try to get, we'll get my butt over there on saturday maybe you won't be there because it's nope. fight day for you that, yeah. that would imagine you're taking that off um, yeah, because I think weigh-ins are on like one, I believe. I think yep. somewhere there about and fights are at three. But uh, fat guys like me still need to work out, so I'm going to be over there. Uh, maybe I'll see Dustin or someone, <laughs> but right I'll on. be there at Element cheering you on. And like I said, uh, I'm going to hope to get Jeff here interviewed and then get this published uh, tonight, so then the fans can hear it and hear your guys' story and come and cheer you on. Man, that's terrific. That's terrific. All right. Well, thank you, and I uh, look forward to seeing you around the gym and at the fights. Yeah, thanks, Sean. And now we hear from Jeff Bassett, his opponent, who I caught up with on Friday after he got off work. Um, so, yeah, I talked to uh, your opponent, uh, Kevin Greenlee, yesterday about your guys' rematch tomorrow at Element, um, which is very cool. Um, yeah. But. First, before we get into that, I guess I just want to talk to you a little bit about how you got into boxing. Um, it's not a normal sport for a lot of people. Uh, I know that as a boxing fan. Um, I know these days it seems like mixed martial arts is more popular, but um, the boxing fans were diehards. And uh, yeah. just love hearing the backstory is how people get into boxing. Yeah, well, uh, boxing has been kind of a lifelong uh, passion. You know, uh, with a with, with kind of an absence uh, in my teenage years, um, but yeah, I, I my earliest memories of, of boxing are uh, you know watching Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, and and Muhammad Ali late in his uh, career. So um, you know that that was kind of I guess mesmerizing when I was a kid um, to uh, you know to watch those guys and then. Uh, you know, some years went by and, and I kind of fell, fell away from it. And, um, 
you know, and then when Tyson came around and kind of, you know, started blowing up the heavyweight division, then um, that that kind of got me back into it. And and from that point on, I just can't get enough. So. So as far as getting into a boxing gym and um, actually hitting this stuff, I mean, did you ever have like have a home gym or, you know, what led you to the uh, firehouse where you're working out now uh, in Columbia Heights and uh, and the the com- competition, you know, el- element of it? Yeah, well, uh, it kind of started down in uh, down at Ironworks uh, Training Center in Holman, uh, Wisconsin. Um, I I was living down in Lacrosse and ended up, uh, you know, just wanting to find something to get in, you know, kind of get back in shape and and uh, you know, just kind of thought, well, a boxing gym might be might be kind of cool to go in and and you know see what they see what they have and. So I went into Ironworks and right away was, uh, you know, just kind of taken with the, the gym, the boxing area that's uh, upstairs in that gym. And um, right away uh, ran into a, a really good, really good coach um, and, uh, you know, just started hitting the bag. And once I started hitting the bag, I started wanting, you know, to get in and do some sparring um and then started looking into uh you know started watching a lot of boxing again uh, watching a lot on youtube and kind of by accident kind of fell into seeing what was going on with the masters division and and as soon as i kind of saw that hey there's some you know there's some guys out here that are my age that are not just going into the gym and training but you know there there's competitions as well um then it just kind of lit a fire. Uh, that was probably oh four years ago, somewhere around there. Um, and uh, once I moved up here, you know, you had the whole COVID thing, which kind of took everybody out of gyms for a while. So, you know, I was I was kind of out of the gym uh, after being at at uh, Ironworks for maybe a year, and then uh, uh, moved up to Big Lake uh, from Lacrosse. Uh, for work and as soon as I uh, as soon as I got up here it was kind of a mission to find a gym um, and I ended up over at the academy in Elk River okay. um, working with uh, working with Ron over there and you know and he he helped me out quite a bit but you know that was you know it's a great gym but it was more MMA um, kind of centric and and I really wanted to find, I really wanted to find a, you know, a straight up boxing gym. Um, and, you know, just started looking around and, and saw how actually Firehouse was, was about one of the closest ones. Um, you know, so I, I was, I was looking into going there and then uh, I was reading, oh, there was an article in, I think it's Masters, Masters Magazine or something. Um, uh I can't remember who puts that out, Manny Fernandez, I think, um, with Masters Boxing. And there was an article on a, a guy named Chris Renke. And and then he was he was a Masters that, you know, had, you know, I'm, I'm, was reading his story and uh, we had a lot of similarities and in, in kind of our our 
story as you know how we were getting into boxing but i had read that you know he had kind of competed in in masters boxing i think he he was down at the ringside tournament um and in the article it said you know that he worked with with Corey rodriguez and um and rachel from believers so i guess between the two of them they kind of helped train uh chris and you know i was like well you know i need to need to find out where Corey rodriguez is you know so kind of looked him up and and contacted Corey, and you know and he he must have talked to me uh talked to me on the phone probably over over an hour you know just talking about boxing what do I want to do why do I want to box um you know got the whole backstory and you know he was interested so he he just so happened to be working out of a firehouse and you know that's how I ended up there um but and how I ended up working with Corey yeah he's got uh some notoriety of you know in some some clout or however you want to say it in his family and in his and his own boxing i mean he was yeah. former state champ he's got two uncles that are in the minnesota boxing hall of fame um yeah. and another that probably should be in there um so yeah, yeah i think Raphael uh fought fought sugar ray i think yep yep yeah he did i guess ralph was one of my dad's favorites and uh that fight I don't know. It sounds like he just didn't go his way, you know, or he, you know, that's yeah. the thing about boxing. You can have an off day. Um, but yeah, everyone said Ralph was really great. They called him the rifle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So now that's very cool. And that brings you know, to how you got up to working with Corey. Um, now how long ago did, was that when you, uh, when you started working with him? Uh, I've been with Corey for just a year now, actually. It's about exactly a year. And you just had your first fight, which is this is going to be the rematch tomorrow right. against Greenlee. Um, but that was your first fight, and it sounds like that was Kevin's second fight. Um, yeah, I saw his first at the uh, Believer Show. Oh, you actually saw it? Yeah, yeah. And, oh, cool. and you know, so being that there's so few people that you know are my age, my weight, you know, that are competing, you know, right away, I. I kind of reached out to him and, and wanted to see if, if he'd be interested in matching up in a upcoming fight. So that's how we ended up uh, fighting first time. So we kind of, we kind of set that one up between ourselves. Um, and, and then, uh, yeah, the, the fight was, was great. Um, you know, it didn't yeah. go my way. Um, but you know, it's kind of, you get, get a little lost in the moment. Um, you know, not only was it my first fight, but it was the first fight on the card. Sure. So, you know, so it, yep. it was it was definitely a cool experience and, you know, yeah. one that I want to keep repeating. So he he, he um, you know, I spoke to Kevin last night and I was asking him about the fight and, mm -hmm. um, he, you know, I was asking him about Masters in particular because that was one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you guys. And I know you and I messaged before on social media, um, uh -huh. like, Hey, give the masters, you know, some, some, some shine, you know, some, some notoriety or, you know, so fans know what's going on. Cause it's always the young kids and we don't get to talk to the older guys. Um, and there are plenty of older guys out there. I share a lot of the different master stuff, but unfortunately it's not 
usually in Minnesota, you have to travel. Yeah. Like you mentioned ringside, but they have other tournaments all over the U.S. Um, but when I was talking to Kevin about that fight, um, I asked what was different about it. And, you know, he, he let on a little bit of uh, the criteria that falls into play, um, like the age when it becomes masters and mm -hmm. um, it can't be like more than 10 years older or younger. And then about right. the weight. Now, the funny thing there was he mentioned that the last time you had come in overweight, which it sounds like um, it's, you know, we, like you said, you guys can agree to whatever. And mm -hmm. but but it sounds like there's a weird stipulation in the Masters where you can't be more than 10, uh, I think, pounds apart. So he said he actually had to gain two pounds. And I laughed at that. I'm like, all the fighters trying to lose weight. I'm like, <laughs> two pounds. I was yeah. like, what do you in yeah. some water or what <laughs> you know, just go and make a candy bar so you can gain two pounds um, yeah but uh yeah and you know i told him that you probably want to punch me but i told him that i said earlier in the week when you talked to me i said yeah i said he said he had to lose five pounds but i was like <laughs> but i said that was on monday and i said and everyone can lose weight differently and i'm like he's probably on point because i'm like that was on monday um yeah. but no he was telling me all the different things and telling me his story and um he's got a unique story about how he got into boxing too, which I think you'll, know, you'll look forward to listening to. Yeah. Uh, now Absolutely. I didn't know Kevin, uh, even though he and I actually work out at the same gym over in St. Paul and he's in rice street, I've probably <laughs> seen him there a bunch of times. It just didn't, you know, I'm kind of in the zone when I'm there or, sure. or BS and talking boxing with my buddies over there. Um, and I told him, I said, well, I work with Jeff now. And I said, I'm going to be kind of torn. I'm like, because you guys are like my home gym over here, but I want Jeff to win too. And I was like, well, the <laughs> good thing I've got going is I said, you guys had such a good fight last time um, that no matter who wins, it's going to be great. And yeah. now he said the last time, um, I think, and or actually, you know, you, I might be mistaken. It might be his first fight. He was talking about the length of rounds. Um, mm -hmm. You know, because typically in, you know, pro boxing, it's like three minute rounds with a minute in between. Um, yeah. Now, he said in Masters, that's different. Um, yeah, he said you can choose. He said they might ask you if you want to go a minute or two minutes. Have you guys decided on that? And what's the criteria, you know? Um, no, there, you know, there hasn't been any discussion about that. Um, the way I understand it is kind of at the novice level, you know, anything under three fights or five fights, something like that is stipulated kind of a, a minute or a minute and a half, uh, depending on, you know, uh, what you want to go, I guess, you know, what you guys decide. But uh, in the last fight, it wasn't, it wasn't decided until, I mean, they asked Pretty much while like, well, we're gloving up, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, being, being the first fight, you know, uh, we heard like, well, you know, how about, how about a minute and we'll see how that goes. Sure. Um, but, you know, the, the downside of that is, is that's a, that's a fast minute and it's, you know, yeah. you gotta, you gotta come out and, and kind of establish uh, yourself, you know, quickly. Yeah, he mentioned that, that you guys are both, you know, slinging. And it yeah. sounded like that, um, you know, he had, like I said, good things to say about you. And he, he thought that you probably learned and gotten better since the last fight. And uh, he feels like he has too. Um, sure. You know, he, he said he might want to kind of slow it down a little because you guys were going at it so hard. Um, that's kind of tricky, like you said, because there's not a lot of time. And you got to right. get into a rhythm and 
not a lot of time to do that um, and to score points because ultimately in amateur boxing, um, you know, even though this is masters, it's still technically amateur boxing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the points it's different than in pro boxing. Like you can't hold, you get, you get a point taken away, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. Um, and like, I think even like a, a hard shot is a point, you know, as opposed to like a jab, you know, it's like a point. Yeah. Um, now you might get a standing eight count or whatever, but I don't think in amateurism, like, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think that counts against you. Like if you got a standing eight count, it's not like all of a sudden a 10, eight round or, or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly how they score the, uh, the eight count, to be honest. I'm, yeah, like I said, correct. You know, the fans will definitely correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> right. But I believe, I believe that's how amateurs is, is, uh, even if you get a standing eight count against someone, I think it's still a point, you know, just yeah. For, for the punch um even though it was really effective <laughs> so right, right. but yeah so uh, how are you feeling you know the night the, the fights are tomorrow we're talking on friday night here i'm going to try and get this published so the fans can hear it uh tonight yep. and tomorrow morning um and into the afternoon the fights are tomorrow at three you got the weigh-ins at one i think um yep. but yeah how are you feeling you're ready <laughs> feeling feeling totally ready uh you know on weight so uh so no problem there. Um, just looking forward to it, man. I talked to, uh, like I said, to Kevin, and I'll be going to the gym tomorrow morning. And uh, since he and I go to the same gym, I said, I guess I'm not going to see you there tomorrow, right? And he's like, yeah, you want to see me there? Because obviously relaxing the day of the fight. Yep. Uh, you know, maybe you don't have a pre-fight ritual quite yet since this is only going to be your second fight. But, you know, how did that go your before your first fight? You know, uh, did you do anything different, uh, you know, to try and just like get in the zone? No, you know, pretty much Corey has his, his routine, you know, that I think he pretty much uses with any of his fighters, um, you know, just work the pads a little bit, loosen up, um, you know, just start breaking a little bit of a sweat uh, just to, sure. you know, shake the ice off and, and get ready. So. Yeah. And he, he's working with some pretty good fighters. Uh, right now, I, I want to mention in the past his own boxing and his family, but he's working with Antonio Superbad Woods, which he's probably yeah. the guy we've had on the podcast the most. Um, yeah, we we love Tony Woods, um, and looking forward to you know seeing him in the ring soon. How what's that like? You know, because I'm sure you're becoming friends with these guys yeah. that are pro boxers. Yeah. You know, that either working with Corey or that might just be in the gym too. Isn't that pretty cool just to be in that atmosphere and see them? Man, you know, it's got a little bit of a fantasy camp uh, vibe to it, you know, Um, because you go in there and, you know, I've seen uh, Caleb Truax in there um, and Tony. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been fantastic. You know, that's a guy that just gives a lot of time uh, as much as he does train. Um, But. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's he gets in there and you know he'll spar with me. Got a lot of rounds oh, really? in with him. Oh yeah, nice. got a lot of rounds in with him. Um, he's you know he's in the corner um, during sparring. If uh, you know if Corey's not around, I mean he's just he's kind of a fountain of information and you know just incredibly cool guy and a you know a pretty badass fighter. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. I mean. I know he's a cool guy, but um, yeah. I didn't know that he was uh, that involved. You know, I thought you think sometimes fighters just go in and are doing their own thing and, uh, you know, get in, get out. But uh, yeah. 
you know, you hear about fighters like that every once in a while who, who make the gym their home. And like you said, give back and, uh, oh, yeah. you know, share their wisdom with the young kids or, or like yourself, an older kid getting ready yeah. to get in the ring. Yeah. And so oh, that's awesome. Uh, is he told you anything in particular that stood out, you know, any, any gems? Oh, you know, almost everything that, that he tells me is, you know, definitely worth taking in. Um, you know, just the, uh, you know, it's just always the, you know, stay calm, stay calm in there. But, uh, you know, he's got a, got a million pointers and, and, you know, everything he suggests usually works. So, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of a, a good, good situation to be in. Yeah. But, you know, I can't say enough about uh, his work ethic i mean i'll see him in there doing a full workout with Corey, and be hanging around there for another hour hour and a half working with another boxer helping them straighten their uh straighten their game out so you know it's just really cool to see i've been been really surprised since i got to firehouse of, of how how welcoming and you know uh helpful everybody it seems like everybody in the in the boxing community up here is just you know just great and just what wants to help wants to give time um you know just been been pretty cool it was kind of surprising to see uh you know the the boxing community up here i was telling kevin that he needs to go over there i said maybe not now i said because it might be considered enemy turf with you guys about to fight <laughs> but i said you know um the the gym firehouse for those the listeners who haven't been there we've we've talked to sean clerkin we've interviewed him um that place is basically a minnesota and an upper west like boxing museum it's it's amazing yeah. um i recommend anyone go there um reach out to the you know the clerkins to judith or sean or or anyone at the gym you know ask them if you can come in and i'm sure they'd be more than happy to show you around it's uh everywhere you look there's something cool <laughs> it seems like yeah yeah, it. I think. Yeah, it actually has the uh, the Golden Gloves Museum, uh, you know, attached to it. It's pretty cool to walk around in there and just take a look at all the history. Um, but yeah, it's full of great coaches too. Uh, you know, Coach Ty, John, uh, Isaiah. Uh, Is it John? Was he the one who was in the corner with you the last time with Corey? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's in industry. I've never met him in person. I've seen him around and we're friends on social media. But I just think it's really interesting uh, to see. I'm sure everyone does when you're friends with people, what they do. And he's so into the comedy uh, yeah. you know, that he does a stand up. I'm like, that's such a cool thing. He does yeah. that. And, you know, I saw you travel to like South America or something now into Mexico and all these places. And seems like a really cool dude. Um, yeah. Very cool. Well, right on. I don't want to take too much of your time, but I know we we talked a little bit about your how you got into boxing. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about the fight. Now, um, two things, I guess. One, I want to know: is there anything you're looking forward to, like fights on TV, um, you know, or any fighters you're watching, um, or fights you hope happen? Um, you said you've been staying, you know, in the game now, uh, watching. Mm -hmm. So, and there's a lot of fights, you know, coming on. There's this fight's technically on tomorrow on ESPN. Yeah. It's own nothing super huge, um, but I think the the women's fights are the ones that people really want to see. I think Serrano's fighting and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that Alicia Bumgarner and trying to remember who else is on. But anyway, but yeah, you got any any 
fighters you're following or dream fights you want to see happen? Well, you know, um, I, you know, I'm looking forward to this uh, uh, Tank and, and Garcia uh, fight. You know, I I think I'd really like to like to see that. Like to see if you know Ryan Garcia's. You know, he's got he's got that huge social media following. Um, so you know, he's got a lot of got a, a lot of people that really like him. Got a lot of haters too online. Um, and it, you know, he just hasn't had that breakout fight yet. Um, so I, I'm really interested to see that matchup to see, you know, what really happens because, you know, it's gonna, it's definitely, um, definitely an intriguing fight. Um, oh yeah. I think other than Terry, you know, Terrence uh, Crawford and Errol Spence fighting, I think that that fight is one of the top five fights. I think that people want to see right now. Uh, yeah. I'd like Thank to see Pro, too. I'd like to see Progray and uh and uh, Tiafima Lopez too. I think that would be Yeah, that's one that kind of been creeping up on social media. Um I, I don't know if I look Lopez is I think got some doubters now after he lost, you know, uh before, mm -hmm. but um I still think he probably have to have the edge. Um it'd be a good fight though, you know, that, yeah. that'd be a good matchup um so other than that we talked about the the fights you like and that you're hoping to see um but yeah so uh i'm losing my train of thought here um <laughs> oh so i didn't do this with kevin that's why i'm i'm losing my train of thought uh pro boxers usually have sponsors and stuff like that that are helping them out um right. i know that it can be a serious commitment i mean the i've seen these fighters in there and how they're losing weight and everything and yeah. just the dedication that it takes you know to do this and actually to compete um who do you have you know supporting you you know other than you know the guys in the gym obviously i mean it takes a village sometimes you know you have people and like I said, as a boxing fan, I know that not everyone likes to hear what we were talking about. This is what a boxing <laughs> gym feels like. It's like you're a safe space where you yeah. can talk to people that like boxing. Um, everywhere else I go, it's people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one wants to hear about boxing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But do you have people, you know, your family or friends that are supporting you? And Oh, yeah. You know, my, my uh, hugest uh, support is my wife, for sure. Um, you know, she gets in there into the gym and you know and she'll uh, you know she'll take some uh video of of sparring rounds um you know she's become friends with Corey as well um goes to all the fights uh you know i know i've seen you at a lot of them um but yeah she she enjoys the uh she enjoys the boxing game and you know she wasn't wasn't real thrilled when i decided that i wanted to compete you know she thought it was a good idea to go to the gym but you know uh, once i started talking about competing uh, you know she was thinking i was nuts you know but really once uh once i i got with Corey and he started working with me um and you know she got to see the gym and how 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 these guys interact and how they uh you know how they give time to a lot of the younger guys um you know that she she's super impressed and and uh now is fully supportive so you know that's that's great i mean and especially that she goes to the fights and everything because 
I think you hear the stories uh, that they're either one way or the other. Like they can't watch, yeah. you know, like like watching Cinderella Man, you know, she can't go, yeah. which, which I don't think actually is an accurate portrayal from what I've understood. Uh, Braddock's uh, wife actually came from a family where her brothers were fighters or something. So I don't think she would have been really afraid of it. But right. you know what I mean? It's like either they're afraid yeah. of it or they're diehards and you've got them, they're standing up going, hit them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Any, uh, you know, any video that I have of of my first fight, you know, I, that's all I can hear is, you know, her giving me her giving me instruction, you know. Yeah, it's, can you can you hear Corey and those guys? Or are you just hearing her? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, you know, just telling you to breathe, you know. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know, as far as as far as support goes, um, you know, that's the main support. And that's uh, pretty important because they're you know, like you said, it is a commitment, um, you know, and it, it's, you know, the gym is, uh, you know, firehouse is probably 35, 40 minutes away for me. Um, sure. So it's, you know, go to work all, all day. And then, you know, then down to down to the gym, you know, until late. And, you know, especially now leading up to a fight, that's extra time in there. And, you know, so, you know, it takes a lot of, a lot of patience. Um, you know, on the family. So. Absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I know everybody else is my co-host, uh, Brian Johnson. Yeah, let you know, uh, you know, that I was talking to you and Kevin and he's excited. You know, he and I will be ringside tomorrow. Um, I can't Sweet. remember if he, I think, I don't think he met you last time. I think when I came up and said hello to you, when I met you for the first time that I was with uh, Jack Kennelly. Uh, he yes. uh, also was a, a master's boxer. He's right. a great guy. Um, but no, man, thank you for taking time. I know you're super busy and it's fight week, um, but good luck. And I hope to, you know, shake both your guys' hands uh, after the fight. Yeah, well, we will do that no matter what. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks. Appreciate the, uh, appreciate the time and, and the interest in uh, Masters Boxing. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I try to share it. And, um, you know, if you're going to be competing or if you know of other fighters that are going to be competing, um, let me know, you know, I like to share it on my MN box, you know, or min box as I call it. Um, and you know, we'll definitely have people on the podcast. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow, man. Looking forward to it. Right on dude. Later. All right. See ya.